Hi guys, welcome to your favorite late night sessions with your one and only Bean. Today we're spilling the beans with the amazing South African actor, television presenter and director and super dad of five, Shamla Dandala. How are you doing? I'm great. Welcome to Late Night Sessions. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So please tell us a little bit about yourself. Just give us a bite size oh into your bio. <laughs> Just a bite size. That's the worst thing you can ask anyone. Shamla uh, Dandala, South African actor, director, producer. Um, yeah, I've, I've been lucky enough to have a 30 plus year career, which has been really, really good to me. Mm. Um, I'm a family man. And yeah, anything else <laughs> is possibly available on Google or Twitter. Yeah, great stuff. So who who would you say or what would you say inspired your journey into the industry? I mean, it's been three decades, but I'm sure along the way, well, there's been a couple of people who inspire you. You know, mm. you always run into people who are doing what you'd like to be doing or doing things in a way that you'd like to improve. Either yeah. way, you're you're inspired. So you know, um, there's been the great achievers, obviously. The, the, the you know, um, I grew up in the ages of ball, um, Ken Gambo and Abamsopo, mm-hmm. uh, so dad actually. Uh, yeah. And a few others where I grew up imitating <laughs> them and didn't realize I was actually practicing for what would turn out to be a career. Um, you know, so uh, there, there are a few, as I say. Yeah. Um, even more that John, John Dan. Okay. Yeah, I grew up watching them on, on stage. Um, and more... Deepest. The first play I saw actually was back in 1979, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, 79, and I was on my father's shoulders watching um, Bongeni Gamma uh, do a play. I can't remember what it was called. But, yeah. 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 And that already sparked something in you. And that sparked something in me all those years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, in your opinion, is the biggest challenge in the entertainment industry at the moment? Mm. Gee, accessibility, accessibility, yeah. cornering the market. Well, yeah, it really is about about accessibility. So, the thing is, in our industry, it's a volume industry. So, if I make a, a movie and I make it and only 10 people watch it, it doesn't matter how good it is, that movie is considered a failure. Uh, yeah, it would just fall through the cracks. Correct. And and the reverse is also true. If I make an average or below average film that's watched by everyone, that movie is considered a success. So, it really is about a, a numbers game. And so, the challenge is making sure that... Um, Young Sipo and Spogazi in Mutu or someplace like that, mm. access to the content that I create. And, you know, we're sitting in a place now where we should be, um, we should be a pan African industry. Yeah. The stuff we create should be watched in Lagos. The stuff in Lagos should be watched in Nairobi. The stuff in Nairobi should be watched in. We should be a, a, a continental industry. And if we crack that, 
then we become a global industry. But that's also the single biggest challenge. Hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. And what are some of the misconceptions or myths that you've come across um, that people have about the entertainment industry and its uh, public figures? The easiest <laughs> one is if you're on TV, you're rich. <laughs> well, not necessarily. <laughs> exactly. So, so many people assume that just because you're on television, it somehow translates to money. And yet, they also don't pay their TV license, or, <laughs> or they steal the, the content, or copy it, or whatever. So you kind of go, well, then where do you think the money's coming from? Where do you think the money's coming from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I guess this is an eye opener and a PSA to everyone to pay what's due, so that <laughs> we don't have broke artists. <laughs> Please. <laughs> So I'm going to deviate into something else. Mm-hmm. We've heard quite a number of times about toxic masculinity and healthy masculinity, especially this year where we're trying to change the narrative on so many things. Yeah. But what does the term conscious masculinity say to you? Well, um, masculinity until most recently has been about indoor dance, so it comes with certain rights. And nobody yeah. thinks about the responsibilities of being a man. Um that's just the first thing right off the bat is is um masculinity has to do with understanding one your role in society um Uh it has to do with recognizing the responsibility that comes with that role it has to do with um understanding the challenges that we've inherited as as men in 2020 um you know it's very easy to no not all men are trash it's much harder to recognize why people say men are trash and recognize that, look, this is my responsibility to correct this image. It, it, it may not be my fault, but it is my responsibility. Yeah, yeah, mm. yes. That's actually, that makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. And on a lighter note, on the happier side of things, you are a super dad of five. I mean, that's yes. a full house. <laughs> and how, how's, the, how's that been for you? Uh, it's been chaos. <laughs> I can imagine. Chaos. Yeah, you're, you're dealing with, uh, you're basically herding cats. Yeah. Mm. It's like having... And throwing in some teenagers there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I have teenagers in the house. I have, oh, goodness. In a few months, it's going to be four teenagers in one house. Oh, Okay. And the thing about teachers is that they're unimpressed. They're not impressed about anything. You can do everything you want, but... Hey, look, I made you this amazing meal. Nah. Hey, look, let's (laughs) spend some money and go to New York. Nah. Uh, Yeah, they just... But I mean, later on in life, we do look back and be like, I actually appreciated those things. I just don't know what was going on in there. Yeah. By then, (laughs) by the dead, Uh, my brain doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, in a bid to raise better men for tomorrow, what values do you think are critical to communicate to young boys and young men of today? Uh, gee, there are a lot. There are a lot. Mm. Um, courage is the first one. Young yeah. boys need to learn to be brave. And I don't mean the kind of bravery that um, we were taught as as young 
teenagers and, and young boys, where mm. before courage meant that I could fight back when somebody was bullying me. Uh, courage meant that if there's a fracas at school and someone spits at me, I am required to then punch the, the, the teeth out of his mouth. Mm, it was more physical yeah, courage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it was very much that kind of toxic masculinity. You know, in Tumbazan, <laughs> or you're crying what kind of manner mm. and so now is in, in this new age courage means something else courage it takes a great courage to be honest for instance yeah it takes a great courage to stand up to bullies who are not necessarily bullying you but bullying someone else so it's much easier to hold the phone and record the thing so you can post it for likes it's much much harder to step in and go uh, no you can't do that Mm, you, it's yeah. much harder to be a protector. It's much harder uh, um, to receive the wrath of of um, of female trauma that is not like I was saying earlier. That is not your fault. Mm, mm. You learn that. Listen, I'm not talking to the person right now. I'm talking to the trauma that she suffered because of somebody. I share a gender with, and so it's not my mm. place to defend myself. It's my place to stand there and receive it and genuinely yeah. hear it so that I can learn to be better and I can share um, better wisdoms with other guys. It, it, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a new day. It's a new kind yeah. of courage. Um, it's the courage to stand up and cook for the family. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's the courage to redefine um what what manhood is and because we're, we're kind of sitting in in that interesting space where we know what we shouldn't be but we don't know what we should be as men mm. so it's it takes a great deal of courage to then step into the unknown and what will have to be repeated by by many many other males yes there's a lot of unlearning to do correct correct but you can't mm. unlearn, you see. That, that's the thing. It's a misnomer. That's the thing. You just have to learn a new thing. Precisely. Altogether to erase what you had learned before. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And that's scary. Mm. very, very scary to have to learn something new and to learn it by yourself. So you don't even have somebody teaching you. You have yeah. to stand there and go, I know what my dad and his brothers and my grandfather did, but I'm choosing a different way. Mm. Yeah. It's really tried and error, but it's needed. It's needed. It's needed. Yeah. And how do you think these existing gender norms and social uh, expectations, societal expectations, impact how we raise the girl child? And how are you play? How are you changing this narrative in the way you're raising your daughter? Well, for one thing, you see, it's it's. I'm finding that with my girls, there's enough people in society that are encouraging them to have a voice. Mm -hmm. And all I need to do is stand back and go, I'm listening. Speak your voice. Yeah. Speak your voice. So there's there's not a hell of a lot of, of unlearning that my daughters have to do. Um, they just need the courage to stand up and express themselves. Whereas with yeah. boys... We're really lucky that in, in the times that we're living in, women are really being given the voice correct. now. Correct. Mm. Whereas with boys, I have to say, listen... I'm sorry, you can't watch that movie because that movie teaches things that are no longer acceptable as a man. Yes. Um, that song 
no, you can't you can't listen to that song because we don't call bi- women bitches anymore. It, it's just yes. so there's a lot of unlearning for boys, um, as you said, or rather trying to define the new for boys. Whereas with with girls, especially the last ten years or so, have mm. been just stepping into their power in, in the most amazing way. And so for a father, I, I just stand back and go, you go, girl, get that power. Yes. Mm. Mm. And what advice do you have for other parents out there in contributing to raising a generation that not only values and nurtures their own personal mental health, but also that of those around them and their friends and their family? Um, yeah. Because I, mental health is, <laughs> has been a taboo. It's been a taboo for a long time. <laughs> and we we ourselves are I, I, I really trying to also focus on it. Yeah. So as parents, I think it's, it's also a tricky one. because there are no, no, no rules anymore, or at least the old rules. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what I try and do is I, I it's a saying that I, I like to repeat every so often with people that I, I have conversations with, is live at the edge of your truth. So mm-hmm. If you believe a thing, live at the edge of it. So test yourself against people who don't believe what you're saying. And argue hard against it. Um, engage people who, who vehemently disagree with your values. Because mm. you, that's living at the edge of your of your truth. Because it's only when you test that truth against somebody else that you realize, oh crap, I might be limping on, on this particular issue. Or I need mm-hmm. to strengthen my understanding of that particular issue. And so on. It's, it's like, um, it's something I learned... Uh, doing martial arts where mm. my coach would say look it's all very well knowing how to do it but until you get into a fight you don't know whether you understand it or not and yeah. constantly you are required you cannot train here unless you get into spas heavy spas full contact spas so that you can catch those punches and realize oh I'm not lifting my hand enough or I'm, I'm slow on the block or whatever the case may yeah, a, and there's always those those surprise attacks yeah. that you wouldn't have anticipated. Exactly, exactly. So mm. my understanding of of what boys uh, should be, or my understanding of gender issues, my understanding of feminism, I need to uh, go out there and speak my truth so that people can push back really hard and go, uh, Shomla, actually, that is the most archaic thing you've just said, or that's incredibly ignorant, or wow, that's a, a new truth that I hadn't realized myself. And that's mm. how you grow. That's the only way you can grow. True. Yeah, true. And I think society is finally catching up to the idea that um, that is not fair, that there's ex- expectation on working mothers to do it all so today dads are expected to do more with child rearing helping around the house and you know being the hands-on dad on the development of their kids so what advice do you have for fathers of young children to be hands-on mm. and still also flourish in their career well, yeah, that they can I, actually do both it's mainly because um i think the the genderizing of certain roles has had to stop has yeah. had to come to an end. We are now, you know, people take for granted when you say we live in an information age. Before, we were mm. not in an information age. Before that, we were living in an age of, of practical, I don't know what, what you would call it, but where strength mattered. 
Uh, yeah. We lived in an age where um, we did physical labor. And because we did physical labor, and it then stands to reason that men tended to do better at those things than women simply because they're built stronger. It's a, yeah. It's a biological thing. But now we step into an information age and so sorry, your muscles mean nothing, actually. Mm. Now mm-hmm. it's about mm-hmm. uh, it's about your thinking capacity. And if you if you're a man and you think that your thinking capacity is better than a woman's simply because you're a man, then you're up you're you are preparing yourself for a serious <laughs> wake up call. You're in for a big surprise, exactly. yeah. Exactly. And so and so the information age has redefined all those roles. And that's why it's important then to to learn that, well, if roles are being redefined, if um, CEOs don't have to be men anymore because we're not doing manual labor anymore because uh, we're all sitting at a, at a laptop or at a computer mm. and she can press just as well as you can, then I as a man, need to start saying, okay, well, then what is my place in this new society that no longer requires my muscles, that no longer requires me to lift and carry things or to fight people with my physical strength because there's a button and a bomb goes. So it's all of those things where, um, yeah, men just have to relearn their place in society. Yeah, and also learn how to balance because... It's it's been always the women who balance the household, balance the rearing of well, the yeah. children, balance going That's to part work. Of learning and... the new role. So if you're a yeah. man and you can't cook, if you can't clean, if you're a man and you don't know what's going on with your children's homework, jeepers, what kind of man are you? <laughs> yeah. You know? True. True. We are now in the 16 days of activism against gender-based yeah. violence. And I just want to know what, what, what is the importance of it to you and how do you plan on taking part this year? Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know 16 days is not enough. Yeah, it should actually be the whole year. That, but... that was going to be my preamble well. that I don't understand the 16 days <laughs> of activism. Look, mm. it's something I said somewhere else. I can't remember where. Where I said... When a society has more than 50% of their members of that society under siege, then that society is under siege, Mm. period. You know, um, more than 50% of a society cannot walk down the street without having some kind of fear that they're going to be jumped, raped, killed, stabbed, assaulted, insulted. That society entirely has a problem. And so... This idea that 16 days of activism, um, or, or at least the, the, the role of 16 days of activism for me is about a reminder rather than a, okay, we're, we care about women issues or GBV in this time only. That, but number mm. two is, um, for my part, one of the things that I'm doing is is... I'm trying to promote an app. There's an app that we created called Sauce. S-O-S-S. And what Sauce is, is is an app that now um, increases the, the, the ability for people to be protected, especially women, to be protected mm-hmm. 
um, in in society. One, and the second thing is it yes. is it encourages and enables people to be protectors at the same time. So to have an active role in protecting all of society. How it works um, is imagine on your person right now. Uh, mm-hmm. One of your earrings yeah. is actually a panic button. The watch you're wearing is actually okay. a panic button. The third button on your shirt is a panic button. Uh, there's a button on your underwear, on your bra, and there's another one mm-hmm. on your left pocket, close to where your hand is, right? And the yeah. second you start feeling any kind of threat, whether it's your boyfriend, husband, partner, who is stepping up to you in a way that makes you uncomfortable. The second you are walking down a, 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 a street at night and somebody steps up to you, the wherever, at school, somebody is threatening to bully you, wherever you are, the second you feel that, you can press this button. Mm-hmm. And what the button does is it sends an alert not only to your dad, your brother, your husband, or the cops, your armed response, but it also sends to every single cell phone within a 100 to 500 meter radius of you. Okay. that people get an alert that someone is in trouble 60 seconds away from where I am right now. Mm. And if they say, Mm. yes, I'll go and help, literally people are able to arrive before the guy is able to rape you before the guy is able to beat you up before so if you think for instance of um riva and oscar as an example at some point in their conversation she realized that i'm going to get in trouble with oscar because he's losing his temper and she has presence of mind to stand up out of the bed run down the passageway get into a bathroom and lock herself up right and in the time, that's the time she can press she the button. She pressed the button before she got out of bed. So mm, that by mm. the time she gets into the bathroom, before he can reach the gun, the doorbell is ringing, going, gong, gong, gong. Guys, are you okay? We've just heard yeah, something yeah. is going on in, in here. We've all gotten, and not just one person, but 10 people are at the door. And Ten they people. suddenly snap Oscar out of his rage because now he's embarrassed oh gosh there's people i can't kill her in front of people i can't rape her in front of people and she becomes a person yes. who was nearly killed by her partner and he mm. becomes somebody who nearly killed someone so you've saved both of them mm. and this you can apply to uh Uinen. you remember that story yes 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 when she was at the post office and she felt uneasy she could have quickly pressed the button and and suddenly the community Mm. is there inside 60 to 90 seconds because the uh, our our premise is that you cannot rape someone in 90 seconds i don't care how good no it's not possible i mean this is the kind of, of of app that can save people in their own bedroom with their own husbands you understand yes and it just it, it's 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 just perfect because sometimes the cops don't come uh, fast enough or our response neighbors can't hear what's going minutes on and an hour a buried yeah you. and in that time correct you're dead and our armed response 
the best response time uh, I've ever seen or even read about with armed response is somewhere between six and eight minutes. And that's too long. Too long already. Been that is too long. And so yeah. ours has been to say, what? Can, how can we shorten that time, the response time? And the only way you can do that is by saying, the entire community is 60 seconds away from you. Help comes mm, in 60 yeah. seconds. I mean, I could talk on and on about some of the other add-ons and things that are fantastic about it. But the basic principle of, around it is that when you are sauce enabled and it's free of charge, we're trying to, go, to get it to free of charge. We're working with, with, the, with all the networks. The idea is that yes. when you are sauce enabled, you are you, help is always 60 seconds away. And you are also there to help someone else. And you need to be able to Mm. help someone else. And we don't even expect you to go in there and be a superhero carrying guns and assaulting or anything like that. It's really simple. It's just uh, (laughs) arriving at a place and going, uh, hello, uh, I'll see. Yeah, we're now with the red uh, top. I would with the blue shirt. Yeah, I'm talking to both of you. Is everything okay? I'm just checking that everything is okay. So that other people can then arrive. And in numbers, we are safe. True. Now, this is great stuff. And when can we expect this app? I mean, this 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 sounds like we, the same we, thing. Yeah, yeah. We we're, we're, we were hoping to have it ready by now. <laughs> we're having all manner of technical um, issues and things, just things to iron out. Yeah. The idea is that we want it to be perfect but by the soon. time it lands there. Precisely because, uh, or by the time it lands uh, with the market, because mm. people's lives will depend mm. on it. So we can't have technical glitch meantime somebody's life depends on it we we simply can't afford that so we're very very close i can tell you that we are exceptionally close Mm. but by great stuff one is hoping that the idea of somebody being victimized the idea of gbv needs to be as ancient as apartheid Mm. that's the aim Mm. yeah 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 and and one more big question: How important is the issue of the rape and sexual abuse and domestic abuse of adult men by women? Because I mean, GBV is yes, it affects yes. everyone. Rape is rape, regardless of yes. of the survivor's sex, presumed or real gender identity or sexual orientation. I mean, rape Correct. is Agreed. rape. So it how is important, important is this issue? It is politically important. Mm. I mean. In South Africa, there's there's a, a pandemic where where women are getting attacked, just yes. in intolerable levels. Having said that, there is an intolerable amount of men being victimized, and so what you uh-huh. what what one has to be careful of is one has to be careful of the assumption that GBV means women based violence. It's gender. Yes. If you're a yes. male, you're a gender. If you're a female, you're a gender. It's gender-based violence. And the real... Yes. Because I really feel like sometimes it just ends up feeling like we are just focusing on the women. And as as a woman, yes, I understand. We are the, 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 the gender that gets the Correct. sharp end of the stick. Correct. You know? But it happens Agreed. to men too. And... We don't want the men to feel like, okay, I can't come out and Correct. say this happened to Correct. me because... So, so again, with SOS, 
boss doesn't care whether you're a female or a male. If you're a woman, a boy, a girl, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. If you need help right now, you need help right now and help will arrive in 60 seconds as long as there is at least one person within 60 sec- within um 100 meters of you. And so we mm-hmm. we, we don't make the, that differentiation. We don't say, oh no, we're only there sure. to save women. No, we're there to only save girls. We're only there to save uh, any single um, group. If you're a person in South Africa mm-hmm. and you're not source enabled, I don't understand why why that would be. I simply don't understand yes. why you would not be source enabled. Yeah, so we just have to wait for source because source sounds like yeah, yeah, yeah. actually you can check out some yes. of the details go go to our website because people have started to to sign up even now at um sostech.co.za that's s o s e c h .co.za okay great i'll put it in the description box for everyone else to sign up as well thank you so much for your time And now that we're wrapping up the year 2020, how would you describe this year? <laughs> What have been some of your highlights for yourself personally and the, and your career? I this mean, <laughs> it's been a tough year. Every <laughs> single way. And and yes, then someone needs to please make a t-shirt written I survived 2020. Really. True. It's, it's been a challenge, <laughs> but um I'm 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 hopeful for 2021. I really am. I really am. Yes. 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 So, um and what's your current media diet? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Oh, What are you working I, on? Uh, reading at the moment something called Supernatural. It's an old book actually, I'm told. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's by Graham Hancock, who's this guy who yeah, he he follows all manner okay. of, of um supernatural. It's it's not a fiction, it's a non-fiction. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Um, okay. It's this guy who follows ancient teachings and tries to understand some of the non-mainstream medicinal things and he's just an out of the box thinker. That's what I'm reading. What am I watching at the moment? Um I've just started watching um on something uh, something called Mosul, which is a TV series about mm-hmm. uh, uh, about the Middle East, Kuwait, Iraq, ISIS. you know all of that that nonsense and then uh-huh. i live on i live on local programming so i'm all about the tv and and yeah. pretty much everything that is south african i watch um yeah 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 so do you do you watch yourself on the river never <laughs> that must be weird I never ever 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 watch myself i haven't watched myself since I think the second episode of his Dingo back in 1998. Yeah, I I don't mm. watch myself. I eh, no, no. No, good lord, no. no. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much Shamla, you for your much. time. This thank has been you. amazing. This has been amazing. Stay safe and I wish you a lovely remainder of likewise. the year 2020. Thank you so bye-bye. much. Thank you so much guys for tuning into that lovely episode that I just did with Shamla. Please do check out my description box to access the link 
for you to sign up for the sauce app so that when it's out and it's ready you guys are well informed and you can download the app i'm not leaving you guys empty-handed i'm leaving you guys with without you by sun l musician featuring black motion and miss p enjoy stay safe from your bean with the biggest love Yeah.